Hi, I'm Alex L., and I write books for a living. The Hey Girl podcast was created with sisterhood and storytelling in mind. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. I'll be sitting down with some phenomenal women to discuss love. I believe we grew distant out of love of some type, like, I don't want to hurt you. Loss. Really don't know what's going to trigger that feeling of grief in any moment. And a topic very important to my work, self-care. Freedom is self-care. It's not about pedicures. It's not about clothing. It's not about trips. Join us as we journey through sharing together. Today on the show, I'm sitting down with Hannah Faith. She is a DJ and photographer. And in this episode, we are exploring self-care, mental health, the love of music, building community through photography, and much more. Chatting with Hannah after being a fan of her work and music compilations for years now made my day. Stay tuned because at the end of this episode, we have a special mix from Hannah for you guys to jam out to. It's just a snippet, and you'll be able to hear the full version on her Spotify and SoundCloud. This is Hannah Faith's story. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hannah, I am thrilled to have you on the show today. How are you? I'm well, thank you. I'm really happy to be here with you. It's been so long overdue. And um, I've been keeping up with the rest of the podcasts and um, I'm just, it's a blessing to be here. (laughs) So before we get started to dive into our conversation, please tell the Hey Girl listeners a little bit about yourself. So who are you and what do you do? I am a DJ, photographer, and also a creative director based around art direction and um, just encompassing the delicacies of a woman's body and what she has to convey uh, for herself. So yeah, (laughs) I'm pretty creative all round. I've been following your work for years now, and I have seen such growth and evolution, and I am just (laughs) beyond excited for all the things that you've been working on and bringing to fruition. And I want to start with music. How did you fall in love with music? Because I've been listening to your mixes for a long time and they give me so much joy how you kind of merge different sounds together and make it almost like a meditation. So I want to talk about how music has played a role in your life and when you fell in love with it. Oh, sweet. I can say music has been a part of my life pretty much my entire life because my dad um, collected records throughout growing up and he was quite a show off too. So when it came to like playing music in the house, it was always at full blast, like the whole neighborhood would hear it. Um, if it's in the car, he's f- playing it full blast in the car. Everyone must know that he's like here and this is his music choice. At first it was quite embarrassing, but then as I got older, I would say that I began to appreciate it a lot more. Just his star ranged from like Earth, Wind and Fire, Aretha Franklin to like, Super Tramp to Pink Floyd to Lionel Richie, the Commodores. It just varied all over. And then uh, just growing into my own person and, you know, going through like all my phases. I was heavily into R&B growing up. And um, my first album was literally Destiny's Child writings on the wall. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then as I've, yeah, just gradually, I could just see how... um, 
my taste in music just kind of became a little bit more I don't know, maybe tailored to a specific mm. sound yeah that's probably been just the beginning of my journey into music it was just mainly from the household <laughs> So when you got that first album, that Destiny's Child album that I'm sure so many of us <laughs> have and love and remember, yeah. what was that like for you, that experience of listening to it, buying it yourself and kind of having this like moment of, of pride, like this mm. is mine? <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> definitely a big like, I'm independent now. I can buy my own records now. And, <laughs> and I remember unwrapping it. I unwrapped it so slowly. Slowly and I just like looked at it and I was like wow like this is amazing this is something that I've bought and at the time like I had my own little karaoke player in my my room so yes. I would just play it in my room and just sing and belt it out and be like <laughs> no one can tell me anything because I bought this <laughs> I just felt really like okay I've gone into the shop and I've picked this myself out mm. of all the records that was the one that I wanted so mm. yeah it was lovely Let's talk about DJing and how that came to be through your love of music. Mm -hmm. When did you first realize that I want to put songs together and I want to make them beautiful and I want to play for people? Uh, um, it Actually, it happened uh, during the time that I was just going through a bit of uh stress with uh, university. Um, I was going through this whole like... Uh, I'm not really happy with the course that I'm studying. Mm. Um, so I was kind of in the space of like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> what am I doing? Um, and during this time, I was listening to a lot of music and just having a lot of free time as well. So I was listening to a lot of music, a lot of mixes, but I, I also felt this urge within me as I was discovering new mixes. I was like, oh, this is great. But also, why can't I just make a mix for myself? I have all this, like, I have this big library and I just don't do anything with it. Mm. It'll be really cool to kind of like merge this library together and and have something that I could just say I've produced just myself. Um, and, you know, I, I guess just having a lot of free time, it just allowed me to kind of have that time to listen to myself and really get to the core of what it was that I needed to do in that specific moment. So, um, yeah, it's one of those light bulb moments of like, ding, ah, oh, why don't you just make mixes yourself? So, <laughs> and I, to be honest, I didn't start with the intention of playing out to anyone because I'm quite a bedroom, like producer, typical <laughs> bedroom, like creative person that just yeah. does everything and doesn't really like share it yeah. <laughs> or yeah. even thinks to share it. So, it wasn't until actually I got in, well, my friend at the time, uh, Yinka, he's a producer. And um, I told him like, oh, like I've been making mixes. And he was like, oh, cool, dope. Like send it over. I'd love, love to have a listen. So I was like, okay. Even that was a big thing for me. I was like, oh God, like I have to share this. Okay, <laughs> fine. <laughs> yeah. So I sent it over and um, he was like, oh this is actually really good. <laughs> and I was like, oh, what, wow. really? <laughs> so then he was like, yeah, like you should like put it up on SoundCloud. I was like, what's SoundCloud? At the time, I didn't really know what it was. So he was like, oh, it's like this thing where, you know, there's those musicians that put like mixes or like 
tracks up you should definitely just put it up there and I was like oh god that's a bit much like I don't know about like putting myself out there like that um and I think yeah I was very like conscious of like oh what would all my friends say or like what would like people at column at university say if I put this out I was just really overly conscious of like what people would think of me Mm. um but yeah I ended up doing it because he was a a really big like um encouragement at the time so I was like cool (laughs) see what vulnerability does when we're like oh Oh, and when someone else kind of sees our light and encourages us to, right. to make it shine a little bit brighter. Yeah, yeah. It was just like, oh, wow. Like, I really wasn't expecting that. It just came from nowhere. But um, yeah, I think I'm definitely that type of person that I need to be encouraged to do something or I just won't do it. I'll just keep it to myself, <laughs> which is not it's not anything to laugh about. It's probably something that's quite sad. It's like, <laughs> yeah, like you really should believe in yourself a bit more and just not like wait for other people's approval to Mm. kind of do something I think um, that's a learning curve and I don't know it's weird right mm. because we're trying to find ways to like move through the world that doesn't require external validation to be great but then in the same breath we do need people and sometimes people are our mirrors and we need them to see something in us that we may not have have recognized yet Mm. so I'm really glad that your friend pulled that out of you and that you were on SoundCloud because that's how I found you years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. Do you love discovering new products? Are you a beauty and fashion maven constantly on the hunt for the next best thing? Ever read about or spot something online that you've always wanted to try but never have? Then you might love FabFitFun. It allows women everywhere to discover new products, as well as including rave review and must-have brands that you know and love. It's like Christmas four times a year. Stumped on gift ideas? FabFitFun is also a great gift for someone you love. You can surprise your mom or sister with this awesome summer box packed with great items. Do you have a daughter who's going to college, maybe? Or a friend who's a new mom? FabFitFun is an awesome care package. My last box came with this beautiful lotus towel. It was blue, and it's shaped like the flower, and it has a gorgeous design in the middle. That's something we've been laying out on the deck and relaxing on for a few weeks now. So what I love about FabFitFun is that they offer full-size products, no samples of anything. Every box is guaranteed to have over $200-plus in retail value. The summer 2019 box has a total retail value between 269 to 467. That's fantastic. Treat yourself with items in it such as the Sutra Professional Mini Travel Blow Dryer, the beautiful Vix Paula Lotus Towel, or the West Elm Indigo Tie-Dye Bowls. Many of the products' individual value is more than the entire cost of the box. You can customize your box by choosing some products and some add-ons with each one, or you can be surprised. It's great for discovering new brands and new products. What a better way to shop. I'm looking forward to my next box because they're always so different and packed with things I can actually use. I like to share the items in my box with my 11-year-old. She's really into skincare these days. We recently got a clay mask and a foot mask and a body scrub. She loves them all. The FabFitFun 2019 Summer Box is on sale now. So sign up for FabFitFun today. These boxes always sell out. You can use my code HEYGIRL to get $10 off your first box. All you have to do is go to FabFitFun to sign up and get started. 
Use promo code HEYGIRL to get $10 off your first box. That's over $200 for only $39.99. Go to FabFitFun.com and use my code HEYGIRL to get $10 off your first FabFitFun box. I would say it's a big light bulb that um, came over me at that time because it was just like anything is possible. I kind of need to step out of my comfort zone in order for me to move forward or expand as a person or or even in my, within my craft. I just need to kind of like get out of my comfort zone and understand that no matter what happens, you're still going to be okay. <laughs> mm. I think that's a good segue into... Um mental health and how you've been open about some of your struggles with depression and things of that nature. So I wanted to chat with you a little bit about how um, how that time was for you and how you found self-care through your photography and through art. Yeah. Um, yeah. So at the time, um, it was very brand new. I would say it, it pretty much stemmed from a range of things one being overworking and not really taking the time for myself um to a point where I just went completely I became completely burnt out but also you know as I've had a lot more time to reflect on why you know I had that uh sort of uh, episode in my life um just doing the work, I realized that it's a lot to do with just childhood trauma and that coming back up and having to deal with that and having to uh, face it head on and be like, okay, right, I'm understanding now my uh, my the path that I've been uh, walking on, but also what I've kind of been pushing to the side and not really been handling um, and just sweeping under the rug saying, oh, that's Anyway, that was so long ago, who cares, you know? Um, but as, as I've kind of, you know, since 2015, which, which was when I was actually submitted into hospital, um, since coming out of hospital, um, I've, I've been taking each day to really focus on the core because I think that's probably been my main reference in life is that I never want to be, uh, get into that state where I'm that unhealthy within myself. Um, and also to a point where I'm being sectioned into into a hospital so that's kind of been my reference to never ever slipping or like getting to that lowest point and really been um just taking the time to um to meditate to to read and to just focus on these points or focus more on my body and more on myself and more on like what is it why am I feeling this way? And actually like allowing myself to um, deconstruct uh, why I feel that way. So um, yeah, and through through my arts, oh, I'm so blessed that I have the, the, the opportunity to have, or just the gift, you know, just gift from God, because I, I would say that has, you know, through photography, that has been a, a tremendous outlet for myself when I, whenever I do feel in a, in a, you know, in a rut or in a certain type of way, that has been one of my outlets. It's just, okay, um, I'm understanding that I'm feeling this way, but there's other ways to channel it and just allow yourself to kind of um, release these um, 
emotions or the, these emotions that I have and kind of put them into your work and like allow that to speak for yourself and you know don't you know don't uh, I don't know just kind of take advantage of what you have and because for me I feel like um, this is something that hasn't just magically appeared from nowhere it's something that God has actually given to myself as a tool you know for whenever I'd feel this way whenever anybody else feels this way this is a tool the camera is my tool the the, the decks is my tool for me to spread this love or spread this alchemize this feeling that I have this dark feeling that or you know this this uh, de- depressive feeling that I have and alchemize that and turn it into something beautiful so yeah um I, th- I don't know if I actually answered the question you did but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah and there's no right or wrong way and I just I really appreciate everything that you just shared because it it unpacks a, a lot um and it's really encouraging to hear that you're on the other side of healing but not to say that the other stuff the mm. other baggage is gone. So mm. what I've realized just in my own work and in my you know my own self work is that the suffering never really goes away, but it's how we move through the suffering and the hurt and the pain and the depression how we're taking care of ourselves when those moments start to arise. And Mm. that's how we find ourselves or me personally on the other side of the healing process and knowing that there could be something else that comes up and knocks me down. But what did I learn from that last thing, you know, to help me get back up again? I want to, I want to just explore that a little deeper with you and talk about being on the other side of the healing process and having the faith to face it head on. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, wow. <laughs> um, I would say from, uh, well, over the past year or so, that was uh, probably when I was deep in my transition of learning how to deal with these moments or those moments where I'm not feeling too well. So um, I had to come face to face and say, look, this is what I've got to really get rid of. This is what I have to strip off. Like, mm-hmm this is what I need to take away because this is causing me to feel anxious and Mm -hmm. I'm understanding now what is causing me to feel anxious and understanding that I have to let this go because if I don't it's just going to continue to bite me up inside Mm -hmm. you know so um that for me was the beginning of well not the beginning but it was definitely the middle point that I'm like at now where it's like okay I'm stripping away things that no longer serve me and I'm allowing things that do to walk to come into my life and things that are more tailored to my how my soul um mm. is built yeah so going through this at the moment because I'm, I'm this is what I'm going through right now but going through this at the moment I am um I have had to just do things that I wouldn't usually have the courage to do but I'm doing it for the benefit of the greater good for myself Mm. so that I can also be grateful people that are around me but the growing pains is such a strong thing for me because it's like I've had to let people that I truly love go and that is something that I've been like going through currently because it's like oh I know why I've done it but at the same time I actually I love this person and it's like oh you know yeah but it's, yeah, it's, again, just 
the whole notion of fear is something that holds so many of us back because we have this fear of if I do this, then this this person will not like me. Or if I do this, um, I don't understand it and I don't know how to deal with it. And I may, be, I may fail at it, but really it's just letting go and letting go of that aspect of fear and allowing yourself to just soar and do what you are here to do because a higher your higher self is telling you this is what you need to do this is what I'm trying to help you with Mm. so if we ignore our higher self we're only just blocking our blessings so Mm. being on the other side or yeah working on the other side and understanding that it's kind of crazy because you're just like I didn't even expect this yeah I didn't expect my way to feel this way I'm not expecting to be like jumping and be like oh I feel amazing but at the same time it's just coming to reality and being like right okay like you know things are working out it's great you know but you're also battling with letting the the notion of letting go of the past Mm. and that is something that um, I'm not sure if it ever goes away but it's something that I'm learning to deal with and be like okay fine I'm understanding that I have to be completely present. I don't have to, I cannot think about the future because the future makes me anxious thinking mm, about it. Mm. And I can't think about the past because that will drag me back into depression. So mm. let me just continue focusing on what is going on in this present moment. And yeah. Um, oh, so yeah. good. That is so good. Being in the now is probably yeah. the hardest thing for everybody because mm. we're constantly thinking about what's next or what's to come. And we're also constantly thinking about what happened, what could have been, what if. And right. being able to center the mind in the now when like I am here now mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. this is where I'm spending my time and my energy and my love is mm-hmm. it takes so much practice. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It does. It really does. Um, I have a... Uh, um, uh, like a, a self-affirmation but it, it goes along the way of like um, I am joyful I am loving I am patient I am I am peaceful I am a shining being so mm. that is like my constant like affirmation to myself if I ever feel in like just a way where I feel like I'm clinging on to these like moments of the past or thinking about the future it's like I have to say to myself I'm joyful I'm loving I'm peaceful I am patient and I'm a shining being. (laughs) Yeah. That I am patient one. I, I I am with that. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That is, that's the one. That's the one. Cause me, I can be so impulsive. I can be like, just do it. Yep. Go on. I want it now. I want it now. And it's like, no, why isn't it happening for me now? It's Mm. like, Hey, every everyone everything has its time just be patient you're good you know (laughs) yep everything has its time yes I am right there with you (laughs) on that um so before we wrap up I want to touch on self-care and finding fullness in your self-care even in the moments where you may feel distracted or broken or crumbling how do you find fullness in your self-care practice these days? Yeah, so even when if I'm in a moment, I tend to allow myself, I'm a crybaby, so I, I tend to allow myself to cry and let that out. And then I come back to breathing. It's, I, I guess I'm in this moment now where it's like I'm allowing myself to just not be so tense and mm. hold things in because 
yeah that's what that's what tends to destroy me inside um so I just do what I literally feel so if I feel like crying I cry if I feel like laughing I'll laugh even though there's nothing to really laugh about I'm just like (laughs) yeah I'm on the verge but who cares um (laughs) I will dance dancing is my favorite I love to just put music on in the house and just dance there does get to a point after you know after the the lowest point that I do come to a sense of okay now I'm allowing like my higher self to speak to me and now I'm hearing those messages that have been spoken to me that's when I know that I'm coming back to myself and when I know that okay and then once I've had that chat with my higher self and I've probably meditated on what I've had that chat with on what I've received that's when I then feel full again because I'm coming back and I'm reaffirming myself of who I am and you know that it's just that it's okay and that you know things are just this is just life you know Mm. I'm gonna go through the motions and it's not gonna be perfect all the time to be honest no such thing as perfect but you know it's just allowing myself to go through these motions and then coming back and feeling like okay whoo thank you now I'm good (laughs) you know um I, I feel like I'm I'm in this state of understanding that this is just what we go through. We're not perfect and we're going to feel low, we're gonna feel high, we're gonna feel very uh, balanced. That's that's the state that I want to continuously be in. It's just balanced. I don't wanna be high and low all the time. Mm. I feel myself again. I feel like, okay, it's perfectly okay to go through those motions. I recently started wearing a new bra by Third Love, and I absolutely adore it. Did you know that breast shape matters when you're finding a good fit? I didn't. Third Love uses data points generated by millions of women who have taken their Fit Finder quiz to design bras with breast size and shape in mind for a perfect fit and premium feel. I found the Fit Finder quiz really helpful when I was picking out my Third Love bra. I didn't know I was wearing the wrong size for so long. I think what's really awesome about this is that over 12 million women have taken the quiz to date, and it's actually a pretty fun experience. I answered a few simple questions, and I found my perfect fit in about 60 seconds. Third Love offers more than 70 sizes, which is more sizes than most other brands, including their signature half cup sizes. Not only that, but Third Love is convenient. You can skip the trip to the mall, Find your fit with their online fit finder, order, try it on at home. No more awkward fitting room experiences. What really sold me on Third Love was the 100% fit guarantee. Every customer has 60 days to wear it, wash it, and put it to the test. And if you don't love it, you can return it. And Third Love will wash it and donate it to a woman in need. Third Love's team of expert fit stylists are dedicated to helping you find your perfect fit. Fit stylists are available every day to help via text, chat, or phone. Returns and exchanges are free and easy. What's not to love? Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now, they're offering Hey Girl listeners 15% off of your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash heygirl to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash heygirl for 15% off today. You said, come back to breathing 
come back to yourself. And that, like, you didn't say that in one sentence, but you mentioned it. And that is an affirmation. Like, mm. that is that is what I actually needed to hear today because I've been wrestling with reminding myself to breathe. And I think often we just move through the world. And if our if we're lucky, our body works in a way that mm. we can breathe seamlessly and we don't necessarily have to think about it, right? But yeah. I've been trying to be more intentional about thinking about my breath and being here and being now and breathing in and feeling that and breathing mm. out and feeling that. So thank you. You just gave me something uh. to journal about later. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Uh. So <sighs> two more things before we go. Photography and community. What mm. has taking pictures taught you about not only the community that you want to build around you, but the community that you see through your lens? You see, what, what, I've, what I've learned through f photographing women especially, because that's mainly my main subject, mm -hmm. but what I've learned is that we just want to feel at peace. We just want to come into a space and just feel the weight of our shoulders be let off and just relaxed we just want to feel relaxed and at peace and on numerous times I've just I've just had this feedback from so many women that I've photographed and they've always let me know like oh I really enjoyed that session I just felt I just felt at peace I felt good it just felt nice you know I think even again just photographing people around the world and talking with them their highest goal is to attain a level of peace and also spread a level of love you know that this is what the world needs is is love we need to be flourishing in that and not focusing and not allowing external factors to weigh us down so just through speaking to every just through everyone that i've come into connection with is just always um this sense of just wanting to feel at peace. That is really all I can think of right now is the main word that is coming. So in in, in the community that I want to um, continue to be around and want to also build is just this very strong sense of connection and understanding that we mm. are all connected mm -hmm. and that the, the main factor is love and it is peace like with these main factors we will all and we would all experience this if we all in each of us individually work on those aspects in our lives yeah. you know yeah. so yeah it's just again it's just I really I really love photographing people and just talking with them and connecting with them that is my main love for photography is the connection it's the connection of hearing their stories hearing where they've come from or just hearing how their day went or hearing what they've got coming up or their dreams their aspirations and it's just beautiful to just see how we all have like this notion of wanting to help make the world a better place mm. by spreading this love you know yeah that is really all I want from my community <laughs> So as we wrap up, let's talk about your top three favorite songs right now. Ooh, oh, is it cheating if I bring up Spotify? Okay, no, no, no um, it's it not. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, uh, okay. 
I would say one off the top of my head is Quang Bin. It's called Friday Morning. I would say Folamur. You just need to believe in yourself. Folamur is spelled F O L A M O U R. And the third one, uh, Lonnie Liston Smith says S A I S. That is it. Oh, yes. those sound really beautiful just from like the artist names <laughs> and the titles. I am excited to hear those. Amazing. Um, Hannah, thank you so much for today. I appreciate you and I'm so happy that we made this this happen. Before we go, please let everyone know where they can find you on social mm. media and also where they can find your music. So uh, you can find me on Instagram at Hannah Faith with two underscores. Um, Twitter is curated by Faith and SoundCloud is Hannah Faith, F-A-I. podcast is a member of the district productive produced by paul woody woodhall and me alex l ohio ready for some quick mental health facts let's go nearly two million ohioans live with a mental health condition In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.